I've been a fan of Morrissey's music for just about as long as I can remember. While he comes off as a pretentious twerp a lot of the times, he's right on at least two issues. One being our species' poisonous relationship with the animals we share this world with, and also his innate understanding that the EU is a proxy crypto-German empire that will most likely not last. And thus, this video will take a look at that crypto-German empire and why it, along with most other post-war institutions, are likely going the way of the League of Nations, sooner rather than later. the shadow of World War II. Most of the institutions that hold the world together presently, the IMF, the World Bank, the United Nations Security Council, the Bretton Woods Accord were all created in the shadow of that conflict and have since been backed up by U.S. military might. The United States has been the linchpin of the global system that was built for the most part to contain the communist aspirations of the Soviet Union, but with its collapse in 1991, the system to stymie communism has been puttering along rudderless. The crisis currently being enacted in Catalonia would never have occurred in 1967, 1977, or in 1987, with a polarized world, nations sought safety in large multinational alliances. But with the fall of the Warsaw Pact and the removal of the threat it posed to Western nations, and a move into the current world order, the only credible threats to Western democracy, besides supervillain-esque pariahs, are wars in faraway places, as well as the inability to create functioning states in many parts of the world that continue to send tidal waves of people seeking better lives that in turn are stretching destination countries and their treasuries to the breaking point. For the first time since the end of the Second World War, there is no power or groups of nations that seem ready to take on the challenges of global leadership. The exit of the UK from the collapsing EU would have happened, no matter the political personalities involved. In the US, the growth in nationalism and lack of appetite to act as the guardian of the global system, while receiving nothing in return, was not President Trump's agenda. It was something he tapped into. The post-war era is coming to a close, and with it, the institutions, alliances, and framework that have shaped the world since 1945. The rise of what political scientist Ian Bremmer calls the G-Zero world will come to define the coming era, where an emerging vacuum of power in international politics is being created by the declining influence of Western nations, and that in turn is leading to a geopolitical situation where no single country or groups of countries will have the ability, nor in many cases the will, to drive a global agenda. The disentangling of countries from larger alliances and organizations has already begun. The first shots were fired by candidate and then President Trump, 
who has taken a radically different approach to existing alliances than previous administrations, demanding allied countries shoulder more of the financial and military burden of those alliances, such as the case regarding the bilateral security agreement between the U.S. and Japan. And Trump has even questioned the need for multinational alliances, such as NATO. Trump is a nationalist. He was pro-Brexit and very much against Angela Merkel's invitation for all of the world to come to the EU without limit and live their lives on state handouts, understanding what the long-term hazards that lie in wait for the continent. Germany's open contempt for President Trump and the UK's desperation to keep America by its side post-Brexit is, in fact, widening the divide between the continent and Great Britain, not decreasing it. What is key to understand is that this unraveling would have happened no matter who was in office. The forces that are transforming the geopolitical landscape are bigger than any one person. And given the changing economic and security situation, along with the changing national interests of the global nation-state actors, the center of gravity in global power politics is the key driver here. Donald Trump is just the most recognizable face, as he is the most vocal on these subjects and understands, or his advisors do, the nature of the shifting political winds and what it means for the United States. Moreover, Trump's verbal assaults on the trading order, along with his disdain for NATO and the EU, strike at the very heart of post-war Germany's identity and national interests, which likes to see itself as a peaceful, mercantile nation in partnership with its European neighbors. But Germany's image of itself does not square with the way others see it. According to a recent Pew report, Germany as a nation is seen in a positive light by its European neighbors. But there is much more skepticism when it comes to the international leadership of Angela Merkel and Berlin, and a plurality of Europeans believe that Germany has too much influence when it comes to decision-making in the EU. With the pending exit of the UK, calls for independence in Catalonia and the resistance to the diktats emanating from Brussels and the demands for them to comply from Germany, several countries in Eastern Europe, including Poland, the Czech Republic and Hungary, all threatened to tear the flailing German-led bloc apart. Even the French president, Emmanuel Macron, says that the euro, which in his words amounts to a weak Deutschmark, has failed to unify EU states and stand up to the dollar will fail in 10 years without reform. All of these problems for the German-led bloc are also compounded by the massive demographic changes happening in Europe today. They're not being disputed and even being openly reported on by such left-leaning papers as The Guardian. That will bring unprecedented upheaval to the continent. In fact, academics in France are already calling for a two-state solution or the eventual setup of two legal frameworks, one secular and the other Islamic, because in the words of the researchers, it may be the only way to avoid civil war. And into this void is a world that nobody much wants to govern anymore. The Group of Seven has become obsolete, and the G20 offers too many competing visions of the proper role of government in an economy to produce well-coordinated policies. 
China has no interest in the responsibilities that come with global leadership, and along with Europe, both America and Japan are too mired in internal problems to forge a common approach to economic and security policy. As developed countries begin to focus on domestic issues, the lack of global leadership increases, and which in turn increases transnational problems. As global leadership decreases, clashes between countries are also increasing and inevitable. Flashpoints exist all over the globe. Global geopolitical gridlock has been reached. As we transition to a world where power is regionalizing instead of globalizing, the challenges that transcend borders, terrorism, food and water security, the stability of the global economy, the need of cooperation has never been greater. As we arrive in an era that will provoke volatility and competition between nations and various alliances. During the transition period, areas that will most likely see the most problems will be Europe, Russia and China, both demographically as well as politically. Sub-Saharan Africa, with its inability to create functional and stable states, will most likely see, as a result of the massive explosion in population, it will most likely see the continued outpouring of millions of its citizens, most likely headed toward Europe. The Middle East will continue to be the Middle East, dysfunctional, but much less important, as the energy transformation happening in the United States today, as well as in other countries, makes the region much less important to outside actors. Look to see more bilateral agreements, as well as new alliances, such as the cultural and political Visgrad group, perhaps several unions reconstructed from the failed EU, and also continued and deepening ties between the US, Canada and Mexico, and the NAFTA agreement. If you told someone in the UK in 1966 that ethnic British people would be a minority in their capital city by 2011 and projected to be a minority in their country by 2066, they'd probably not believe you. You cannot construct change at this pace and think nobody will notice. The media, academia, and the political class have long tried to control speech as speech can influence minds. Thus, it looks inevitable forever more crackdowns on personal liberties, as well as attacks on speech that opposes the radical transformation of the Western world. Even giant tech companies are now openly working against the nations of the West and trying to suppress those that speak of the massive disruptions to come as the globalization project is hitting the inevitable snag of long-suppressed nationalism. Returning to Morrissey, well, he has his own take on what's happening in the Western world, and like always, he doesn't pull his punches. In a recent interview with Spiegel magazine, he said, I want that Germany is German. I want France to be French. If you try to make everything multicultural, you will not have any culture at the end of your meal. All European countries have fought for their identity for many, many years, and now they just throw it away. I think every country should keep its identity. Millions of people have died for German identity. If you think you deserve respect, then you must protect your country.
I agree with him, and it would appear that those that are pushing the globalization project necessarily see the annihilation of Western people, their cultures, identity, and nations as a needed component to realize this plan. At this point, it's almost ludicrous to argue otherwise. Morrissey sees it, I see it, many others do as well. How about you? Please leave your thoughts in the comment section below. As always, thanks for watching. If you like this video, please consider subscribing. Also, follow Black Pigeon on the usual social media and check out the website blackpigeonspeaks.com for more interesting information like this.